God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your Day 9 is here of our 90-day challenge, Worship in 66. Today's segment is titled, Don't Forget God. Be careful to do what it says, then you will truly be successful. Deuteronomy 5 and 1. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, Israel. The laws and decrees I declare in your hearing today, learn them and be sure to follow them. Verse 6. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of the animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns, so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not set your desire on your neighbor's house or land, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the commandments the Lord proclaimed in a loud voice to your whole assembly there on the mountain from out of the fire the cloud and the deep darkness, and he added nothing more. Then he wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. Chapter 6, verse 1. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you.
and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Therein ends our reading for today. Our worship thought is titled, Don't Forget God. In 2019, I committed to reading the Bible in 90 days for the second time in my life. Almost 1,000 people joined me at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, four if you lived in Chicago or in the middle of the country. Big ups to y'all. And each day for an hour, I would read scripture and then share a devotional thought at the end. But when I got to Deuteronomy 6, something happened as I read. It's still up on our podcast if you want to hear it. But for the first time in my life, the spirit overwhelmed me as I read the word of God out loud. For a second, it felt like God was talking directly to me. I heard my voice reading aloud, but I was enveloped by the spirit and transported to a different place. In a word, it was prophetic. It felt like God was allowing me to see what was going to happen in the near future. And I was hearing a sharp warning from God himself. But the craziest part was that I was reading the words out loud. And these two verses broke me down. When the Lord, your God, brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. The message was simple, but intense. Don't forget me. Worshippers have a good memory. Worshippers remember that it was God who healed them. It was God who supplied their need. It was God who freed them. It was God who paved the way. It was God who opened the door. It was God who shut the door. It was God who saved their life. And it is God. Yes, it is God who allowed certain people to leave your life. And I suspect that you are hearing this today because God has great plans for you. 
Things won't always be this way. Whether you are in the mountain or in the valley, my brother or sister, seasons change. That much we know. But as the season changes and as increase hits your life, don't forget God. Don't forget it was God who made a way. Don't get amnesia and assume it was your talent, your branding, your marketing, your PhD, your credit score, your resume, or your elevator speech. It was God. You showed up for the interview, but God oversaw the process. You planted the seed in the ground, but God sent the rain. You made the child, but God protected the child. It was God the whole time. Donald Lawrence wrote a beautiful song in 1995 titled Don't Forget to Remember, and the lyrics are so convicting. I want you to hear just a little bit right now. how to tithe when I was a little boy. My grandmother taught me to give a dollar from every $10 I received. And I remember being in that phase where I would give to God and I would see almost automatically these supernatural surprises happening out of nowhere. Money found on the street, random holy handshakes. <laughs> and I remember being in awe of how faithful God was to God's word. It was small to some, but major to me. Then I got older, then I got smarter, and I started to debate within myself, I'll give to God after I pay off this bill. As if God didn't know what was in my account. Oh, I'll give to this nonprofit organization after I settle some things financially. But all along, I felt God 
pulling me to honor him with my resources, with my relationships, and by giving him undivided time in his presence. I drifted a little, but God never stopped blessing me. I tried to negotiate new terms and conditions, and sometimes I searched for ways to justify my actions. But something deep within me knew that God was calling me to obey in a different way. At one point, the more successful I became, the more excuses I made. I settled for less presence, less sacrifice, less surrender, but boy, did God get my attention with this scripture. The Israelites were delivered from bondage. They were delivered from slavery. They walked into a promised land. Of course, even though God told them not to forget, they forgot but I strongly believe God is using this word to shift your perspective. God is about to shower you with unexplainable provision. It's going to be supernatural in the sense you won't be able to trace it back to one conversation, one accomplishment, or one stream of income. This is not just about money. This is about favor. This is about obedience. God is whispering your name in the wind. God is aligning appointments that will usher you from the back of the room into the front of the room. I've seen God do it time and time again. And I know God does not have favorites. If God can do it for me, God is able and willing to do it for you. But don't do what the Israelites did. Don't forget what God has done and is doing in your life. So what is your worship work? Your worship work is to double in your giving, to double in your generosity, to sow to two different people or to two different nonprofit organizations, leave it anonymous so that you remember not to forget God. I want to pray with you. God of all things, the earth is yours and its fullness you don't need my money. You don't need my possessions. But I freely give what already belongs to you because you deserve it. You are the God of my supply. And I will remember this day and every day not to forget you. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. So, Jesus, I'll never forget. Yeah. For Jesus, I'll never forget. Jesus, I'll never forget. How you said. Jesus, I'll never forget. Jesus, I'll never forget, I'll never forget how you said, Jesus, I'll never forget.